Welcome to the Portage County Safety Council podcast. We hope you enjoy today's featured message. How many of you have ever heard of Simon Sinek? Raise your hand. He has a TED talk that's got like 8 million, thousand, hundred million trillion downloads referring to you start with why and it's a whole thing. So this kind of inspired us. So we, we sent a survey out. We asked two main questions to you guys. The first one is, what is your primary reason or primary motivation for being safe? Okay. And this launched us in this program. And I'm going to go over that with you a little bit. According to the survey, so Portage County Safety Council members, we asked, what is your primary motivation for staying safe at work? And we gave them the option to check all the ply. I know it's probably hard to see, especially for you in the back. Can anyone guess what the primary motivation to staying safe at work is? Can anyone guess what the least was? All right. So the number one result was to make sure that coworkers go home the same way they came. I was a little selfish. I would have said me. Is anyone else like that? I would have been like, for me, I want to go home with all my digits, right? So the number one thing is coworkers. The second thing was family or loved ones, kids, spouse, pets, sibling, parents, all that. So at 63%, it tied with me, right? To make sure I go home the same way I came. And the last thing was, so I can enjoy the things I love outside of work, hobbies, sports, fishing, traveling, all these things. That was at 50%, okay? Now, let's go down to the ones that weren't so popular. To keep my employer's costs down, only 21% of people said that's a primary motivation. Now, there's a whole point to all this. So I don't get fired. I expected this to be 40, 50%, 8%. And this goes along with several studies that proves threatening people and intimidating them to stay safe. Guess what happens? It doesn't work. It may work temporarily in the moment. You know, and if you've went through disciplinary issues with some of your staff, you'll probably agree with that, right? So I don't get written up or in trouble. A similar thing, but maybe they don't feel threatened to get fired. Here we go. And I do have a story, a personal story with that. I worked at a facility, a box plant in Portage County. And if they caught you without your lockout tag out on you, they came up and did a, a random search, right? Pat, little random pat. Hey, where's your lockout tag out? You got fired on the spot. But at the same facility had a giant sign that said, do not walk on conveyor. But there was a gate that opened to the conveyor and your job description made you go out and walk on the conveyor. Do you think there was a mixed safety message there? Maybe. All right. So here's the big thing. A lot of CEOs. How many CEOs we got here? A lot of plan. How many plan managers? A lot of CEOs and plan managers love this one. To win a safety prize. If we go one year without a time off accident, I'm going to buy everyone a steak dinner. Have you ever done that? No? Nobody. How many are lying right now? We'll have a pizza party, something. You'll get a $100 gift card if we go three more months. Guess what? There's no motivation. Now, you may have a little pep rally, but that motivation to stay safe doesn't include anything in there. It doesn't really motivate people. So here's a couple key takeaways of this is the first one that's obvious, right? The primary motivation of our employees are it's people-centered. Most people are primarily motivated to work safe due to social, relational, and personal factors, much of which don't even involve work. The exception to that would be coworkers. Number two, disciplinary action. Very few people are motivated by that, Okay. That's when it comes down to safety culture and playing the safety cop doesn't really work, right? Contests and prizes wasn't even considered. Here's the main takeaway regarding communications. Employers may more effectively motivate and connect their employees to their safety message by utilizing more social, relational, and personal related themes rather than disciplinary threats and employer-focused incentives 
such as reducing injury-related costs, et cetera. How many have like a time loss count on your bulletin board or chalkboard or something? Raise your hand. Okay. Who does that motivating for? Is that motivating for the manager or is it motivating for the employee? Manager, right? The majority of that is like, yes, keeping costs down. Is that an employee incentive or a manager incentive? Manager. Okay. Do you see how a lot of the safety communications, how we even theme it is all about numbers. Now, listen, it can be behind the scenes, but when you communicate that, think about from the human side of it. Do you feel like your employer cares about you if you're just another number on the time loss chart? Oh, it's getting real in here. I'm sorry. You're all going to hate me if you snakes fall. We'll blame it on him, okay? Do you see the point? Now, what the heck is the Why Safe, Safe campaign? Well, I'm glad you asked. Based on the results of our survey, this campaign is aimed at helping employers to better connect their safety message to their employees by making it more personal, okay? So think of it as changing the context or, th or theme of underlying safety message. So instead of cost and time loss accidents being the key theme and message and context, that you can still talk about those things, but it shouldn't be the underlying factor, okay? This is changing it to why this is important to you to really get a heartstring. And, and what we're really doing is getting buy-in from your employees. That's why we're doing this, okay? Three, it supplements, not replaces your current safety campaigns. So if you guys are doing lockout, tagout training, don't stop doing that. But maybe before you do the training, you have people bring a picture of their kids and here, share your why. Why do you want to stay safe? Well, this is my kid. And we can all connect to that, right? So maybe you kick off the lockout, tagout training with that instead of just going right into the practical things. So we provide tools in this campaign to get you started. As a part of this, again, kicked off of this survey, we developed a free employer toolkit, which I sent an email. How many of you received the email yesterday? I sent that out. Anyone get a chance to take a look at it? We had like 61 downloads before today. I didn't even check like late last night or this morning. So we already had 61 people download that. So that's pretty cool. So there is another question, if you see on the bottom, that I'm not going to talk about today, but that information is in the toolkit. It's factors causing pressure to work unsafely. So when we ask people, when you feel tempted or pressured to work unsafe, identify some of those factors. Can anyone guess the number one reason? Tiredness and fatigue. But only half the people said it was due to overtime or working too many hours. Okay? Just something to think about. And we talk about it. There is a podcast that Nick and I did called breaking out of the safety box that goes more in detail that side of the survey. So if you want more information on that, it's in the toolkit and in the podcast. In this campaign, everyone can see in your table, you got a free campaign poster. We have a hundred to give away today. So if you want one of those, we'll be putting them on the table so you can grab one on the way out. Everyone see the one in the middle there? That's what that is. We also have free campaign graphics. So if you go into the toolkit, it all links to there and also on the website. So if you want to hang some stuff in your office or on a bulletin board, we have all this already available. You don't have to do it. All you have to do is print it and put it on there. Or if you have an electronic newsletter, you can do it that way too. In the toolkit, we have campaign ideas. We'll touch on a couple of these. And you see an example from Hess Print, thanks to Twyla and Doug for volunteering their newsletter to us. But one is bulletin boards. Take that poster, put it as a centerpiece of your bulletin board, ask your employees to bring pictures of their family or their reason why up there. Set it by the time clock. So when people come in, make them look at their family and the family of their coworkers before they go and gear up and start their shift. Hit the hard string, okay? Employee newsletters. That's what you see right here. This is the safety page from Hesperant Solutions newsletter. If you can see on the left-hand side, there's a why stay safe. They pick an employee once a month, ask them to share their why, 
they feature them in the safety page in a newsletter, okay? So everyone gets to read that, not just the person that gets to express that. Toolbox Talks Icebreakers. Again, just like I mentioned, if you're doing a toolbox talk, don't just go into lockout, tag out, have someone do like a show and tell. Pull the picture up, hey, this is my wife, these are my kids, this is the reason why I stay safe. And then go into your toolbox talk. Just makes it more connects and gets people attention and they get to share. And also it has a bonding component to it as well. Wearable reminders. Anyone from Davy Tree here? One person, do you have yours on you? Do you have the wearable wallet thing? No, what do you guys call those? I have a picture of it, I'll show you on the next slide. Yeah, someone emailed it to me. So I call it like a wearable like picture wallet. I don't know what it is. It's like a little strap you'll see in here in a second. So the Davy Tree asks every employee, right? They hand those out, ask them to take a picture of your friends and family and then take remind that before you start your shift, right? Take a look at that and on there, it doesn't say why I stay safe. I think it's why I am safe. They're already doing this before we had this campaign. So I thought, hey, they're already doing it. Cool, let's use that as an example. So that's a really cool thing. Again, reminding people what's important to them before they go off. So frequency and repetition. The last thing is pledge ceremonies. Statistically, research shows anytime you do a ritual ceremony, there's a huge buying experience and it increases your opportunity for commitment and buy-in, okay? How many of you ever heard, take the pledge? And you know what I mean? So one idea that you could do is you could print out pledge forms where people get to list their why, or maybe glue a picture to you and sign a form as part of a safety training where you could kick it off, take the pledge, list why you stay safe and sign why you're gonna stay safe. Now, obviously it's a non-binding contract that people don't have to listen to. What it does is it just gets them more involved in the physicalness of signing that and listing their why, it just makes them more real for them, okay? So here's a picture, there's a close up on what Hesperin does on the right. This is why I'm safe. This is the little thing we talked about with Davy Tree on the left. So thanks for sharing that, guys. Two really cool ideas. They're real practical and easy to do. Okay. Some more information. Download that employer toolkit. It's free. It's on our website. It's in that email. Uh, again, Nick and I went over this in more detail in one of our podcast episodes called Why I Stay Safe. And then the other side of it, the other question that we didn't talk much about today is in episode 111. We get more into the details of that study. Okay. And... You can also visit the Why Stay Safe campaign page. If you go on our website, it's under the member resources tab. Check it out. Let us know if you decide to use it so we can measure the impact of that. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more episodes, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbeam, or Stitcher. To get new episodes sent directly to your phone or smart device, be sure to subscribe. To learn more about how your company can earn up to a 4% Ohio BWC premium rebate by becoming an active member of the Portage County Safety Council, please visit our website at www.portagecountysafetycouncil.wordpress.com. The preceding information is for entertainment purposes only. Views expressed may not reflect the views of any affiliated or sponsoring individuals or organizations. Listeners should carefully weigh information provided and seek advice from an appropriate professional before implementing. Listener discretion is advised.